This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Final hour of the Lake Show. I'll get to one of my new addictions here coming up next segment. Somebody's in a little bit of trouble, though. And that individual that's in a little bit of trouble is former White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows, we already know, has been, de- has been dealing with the indictment in the Georgia case. Okay? That's one thing. Mark Meadows has now got issues because he's facing a new lawsuit from his book publisher. The former White House chief of staff, Mark Meadows, publisher, thinks that he lied in his book about the 2020 election. All right, so listen to this. The publisher of Mark Meadows' book, The Chief's Chief, has filed suit against the former White House chief of staff seeking millions in damages after he reportedly copped to lying in the book about the 2020 election being rigged and stolen. So th- this is this is pretty it just there's been a lot of dumb things that have happened in the country the last couple of years. I think that this falls absolutely squarely in the dumb category. ABC News gave the uh, political world a bit of a jolt two weeks ago with a report that Meadows had not only spoken multiple times to members of special counsel Jack Smith's team, the Republican also appeared before a grand jury as part of an immunity agreement. So now he's he's getting immunity. He's talking to Jack Smith. He's doing all this stuff because he doesn't want to go to jail. But now he's stuck because mm-hmm. he's been pushing this book. He published a book, and there's contradictions there. So – I think that this is a modern-day example of people that absolutely are just hell-bent on they want to be famous and they want to be rich. Because if I'm Mark Meadows, knowing what I know, being involved in what I've been involved with, why would I want to publish a book? Why would he even why, – why was that even a priority to him? Why? Why is that a priority? Dude – once you leave the White House, just go quietly in the night 
and get a job somewhere yeah. else. See, every everybody's got to try and capitalize on their time, like especially with this regime, with this administration. When you've committed felonies, <laughs> yeah. But the well, the the problem is, he's telling the supporters one thing about the election being stolen. And we've, you know, you're putting all of this information in a book based on everything that you put out there to the public. But under oath, you're telling something completely different. And when you publish a book, I would assume that the publisher would want you to be forthright with everything that you're putting in the book because it's their reputation on the line. It's their name that's attached with you. And guess what? They look like idiots because you've been lying to them. It just makes no sense to me that he made that a priority. I'm like, dude, what are you thinking about? So how about I do this? Mm-hmm. Okay, for my next birthday. Okay. Because I'm a single guy. Just, I work and just, you know, I got less responsibilities as other people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come out with a memoir. Okay. I'm going to come out with a book. And in the book, I'm going to reveal that I've got a daughter with Beyonce, and her name is Blue Ivy. Okay. I can't wait to read it. I can't wait for you to tell me all about that story. It's it's. I I just to me to have these type of people in the White House. These are decision makers. Yeah, this this had to have been one of the dumbest administrations ever. I'm that serious. No, no, no. You're you're, you're not wrong because Mark Meadows is writing a book. And a lot of it is based on a fairy tale story that you guys made up. I I just I I mean, I feel like there's a Scooby Doo somewhere. I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you, you know, blasted kids. (laughs) I mean, what, if somebody's going to come out and pull the mask off of somebody? Like, it's just, everybody was so quick to cash in. It's so stupid. It really was. But you can use all of that in the book against your perjury? You you could come out with a book 10 years from now. Yes. What's the rush? That's what I'm saying. What's the rush? Uh, yeah, I mean, but everybody's got to do it now, though. Because none of that book, like, everything in that book is now tarnished. Everything in that book is tarnished. Like, if, if I'm the publisher, absolutely I want my money back and I want punitive damages because you lied to us. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one thing, again, it's one thing to lie to the public, but it's another thing on a business side to lie to somebody that you're going into business with and knowing that it's blatantly false and it's been proven false and yet you continue to say it. I mean, if it was really true, under oath, you would have said, yes, what I have in my book is absolutely true. If it was true, then you would have stuck by it. But you're cooperating with authorities. Why? Because this is all a load of baloney. I just I just find it quite remarkable, though, of all the things, is that Mark Meadows would do this now when you know that you're under the spotlight. I know. Like you're you're like you got people that there's did he think that the <laughs> questions were not gonna follow him right now? Like what a dummy, man. You gotta let it let it die down, man. Like I don't know, go to Costa Rica for a few years. I mean I know he couldn't because he's under federal investigation. 
It's like I mean, he could have he could have went a vacation with Ted Cruz. Yeah, I mean, Ted Cruz likes to get, go to true. Cancun. All uh, only when it's cold in Texas, and <laughs> you know, only when you can leave your constituents really, uh, you know, high and dry. I just don't get it, man. I really it, don't. It's uh, I mean, yeah, this is. Let's just find a way to make a quick buck. Strike while the iron's hot. Because Mark Meadows also wants to come out with information that nobody else has, right? Like, he wants to be the one, I can tell the story from my perspective. And, well, guess what? As more information comes out, your perspective doesn't become as enticing because it's all a lie. Uh, It says... Oh, because Mark Meadows is quoted as saying, obviously we didn't win. A source quoted Meadows is telling Smith's team in hindsight. Uh, and now it says that Trump, uh, Donald Trump said when he last out online, uh, Mark Meadows never told me the allegations of significant fraud about the rigged election were baseless. He certainly didn't say that in his book. You're in trouble, Mark. Man, there. I, I don't feel bad for you, though. I don't even know what's going on anymore because everybody's turning on everybody and it changes from day to day. And I mean, who do you know? Who do you not know? It, it's all about. I mean, it, it, it's just it's it is one ridiculous story after another, isn't it? Stupid. I, I mean, it's yeah. Again, not the not the sharpest knives in the drawer. Oh, real quickly. um. The Iowa Hawkeyes are the third-ranked team in the country uh, in women's basketball. Yeah. Nice start for Caitlin Clark. There you go. 28 points tonight, 10 assists, and 7 assists. No, 7 rebounds. 28 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds, and 2 steals. That's she, She's remarkable, man. She is. I mean. I mean, and she'll, be in the, she'll be in the debate about number one overall pick. Yeah. Her and Paige and. You see uh, that uh, that kid out of USC, Juju Watkins, I heard, the number I heard one. About her, the number dude, one. Dude, I saw so, I saw some of her uh, some of her highlights. I didn't see the highlights yet. Oh, dude! I mean, she was just she was balling. Yeah, like you know, because I've seen her before, though. Yeah, I'd never seen her before. I knew that yeah. she was the number one recruit, so I yep. just I just saw highlights of her, and I'm like, whoo! Yeah, the very first time I saw her highlights, she was on the set of Sports Center with uh, Stan Verrett. Okay. Yeah. First time. Yeah, yeah she. She was balling, man. Would she have like four, 16 or something at halftime in her first game? She finished with like 20, 24 or something like that? Oh. No, 32. 32. Hey, hey, let's go to break. I got a sports item that I absolutely want to get to. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it breaking news, but it is kind of breaking. We'll get to that next year on The Lake Show. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it 
in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back to The Lake Show. A little bit of news here that we should get to. Because this is very important if you're a Twins fan. Seven of Major League Baseball's most highly sought-after free agents were extended qualifying offers ahead of Monday's deadline. The list included, and it was headlined, of course, by Shohei Otani. We all know that. Shohei Otani is not going to uh, accept the qualifying offer. He's going to decline it, mm-hmm. you would think. Yes. Because he's worth double that. Uh, others that received the qualifying offer, Blake Snell of San Diego, he's going to decline. Aaron Nola. Um, that's an interesting one just because he's been in Philly. Um, they've got a good team there. Maybe he'll want to come back for a year. Uh, Matt Chapman in Toronto. Josh Hader with the Padres. Cody Bellinger with the Cubs. I think that's interesting because I'm not sure if, if Cody Bellinger could just go ahead and get 20 per year on the open market. And then Sonny Gray of the Minnesota Twins. So, people, let me say this right now. I think that Sonny Gray, I absolutely 100% I'm in on giving Sonny Gray the qualifying offer, which mm-hmm. the qualifying offer this year, just so, so you good? <laughs> yeah. Just so everybody is aware, is 20.35, okay? $20.35 million. That's the qualifying offer for Major League Baseball. 20.35. It's each year it keeps going up about a million bucks. Okay. Sunny Gray at twenty point three five. I'm all I'm all in for that. If I'm a if I'm a twins fan as a twins observer, and I am a twins fan, I would go ahead and give Sonny Gray the qualifying offer, which they did. Because when you give somebody the qualifying offer and um they don't accept the qualifying offer, then you get compensation in return. For when they go sign with somebody else, Correct. yeah, it's like a it's like a compensatory pick when you yep. lose somebody via free agency. It's almost like a first round compensatory pick. Yes, yeah. Yep. So, so, so that's what you end up getting is a pick um, if they don't come back. I think there's a chance he comes back. And the re- this is the reason why I say I'm not, and I'm not trying to be a homer here or trying to get my hopes up too high. Mm-hmm. I don't think that there's a multi year contract out there where Sonny Gray gets a ton more cash. Be- because because 
All right, so so one year at 20.35, or Sonny Gray gets a two-year deal for 35? I'm not even – do you think he gets a two-year deal for 35? He's getting up there in age. Yeah, I I mean, he he is. I think he's got I, one more really good year left. In yeah, I, I, see, when you when you put it over two or three years, it doesn't seem like the average annual value is that big. I mean, 20 years is basically, it's basically a one-year $20 million offer. Yes. Is what you're giving. So, yes. I mean, if, 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 I guess the question for Sonny Gray is, can you have the same year next year and then try and play for the big contract the year after? And, and that's and that's it. I mean, I so this is my thought on that. I think that the big year that mm-hmm. you just referenced, I don't think there's a big year. I don't think I, I don't think that there's a big contract coming. You feel like this is this is it. I'm not saying he can't have another big year. I think that the big contract is up. He's 34. I just don't. I'm not sure it's coming, man. Yeah, and I'm just. I just brought up uh, free agents here with uh, starting pitchers. So, okay, you've got Aaron Nola. He's 31. Uh, I'm just trying to look at who else might be out there. Uh, Blake Snell who had a, a great year. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. You, 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 you're bringing up guys that are much younger or younger. Yeah. I mean, if we're looking at – Like you said, Jordan Montgomery, how old is he? Jordan Montgomery's 31. Okay. So Jordan I, – I guess I'm trying to go in the 31, 31 to 35. Okay. It, it, you know, because I'm looking at Clayton – you know, because you got Clayton Kershaw and Kyle Gibson that are older. Uh, you know, if we're looking at 34, you got Seth Lugo. Well, Clayton Kershaw is only playing for one team. Either he's playing for the Dodgers or he's not playing. Yeah, and I mean, there's no there's no guarantee that. I mean, he's even going to be back. Like, I mean, there are questions surrounding Clayton Kershaw. I don't see a lot of these out here. I mean, yeah, you've got Aaron Nola, Blake Snell. Those might be the ones that you've, you know, maybe Eduardo Rodriguez, but those are the guys that I think you'd be competing for with those, you know, with those sort of offers. So would any one of those guys get more than 20 mil a year? Text line 651-461-9226. What do you think? Sonny Gray, we know how good he's been for the Minnesota Twins. Do you want him back on the qualifying offer? I'm like, Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm not even like, yes, of course. I'm like, heck yes. Uh, and then also, do you think he can get more in the open market? I'm not sure he can. I, I mean, as I'm looking. I don't think that, let me put it like this. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Sonny Gray could get multiple years at 20. I think the only guys that are looking at, I, 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 think, he could, I think he could get maybe a three-year deal for 20 a year. No, I don't think that he can. You don't think he could even get that? If, if, absolutely not. You think that Sonny Gray at this point in his career could get three years from $60 million? No. Okay. No. I'm, because the, the name that's, that stands out to me is Blake Snell. Blake Snell and Aaron Nola, I think, are going to be one and two in terms of. Blake Snell's how old, though? 
Blake Snell's 31. Aaron yeah. Nola's 31. And, and, but Blake Snell's coming off an, a Cy Young season. Mm-hmm. Well, Sonny Gray's going to get Cy Young votes. No, but but Blake Snell's probably going to win. I think the he's going to win the NL Cy Young. Okay, I mean, I, 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 but I guess I can't. I can't even really put Blake Snell in in that category, even though I because I'm just trying to figure out like when you know when push comes to shove, what are the names that everybody's going to be talking about when it comes to you know top line pitching because everybody's going to want it. Again, Shohei Otani, I'm putting that you know he's all by himself. I mean, Aaron Nola's got a 10.2 war. Blake Snell, Sonny Gray, 7.7 seven, and 7.6. Seven, I mean, outside of that, like, everybody else's numbers are just are just meh. I, I, I mean. I just don't see it. I, don't, I just don't see a 20. I don't, I, I, just, I don't see multiple years at 20. Like, think about this. Do, do you know what, what Blake Snell's um, – let me look at – you know what, before I – yeah, look at look at Blake Snell's. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, I, I guess. Is. See, because I'm I'm thinking, what do we think Sonny Gray could get a two year deal? So then, I mean, I'm not sure about that. That's what I'm saying. That's my whole point. Blake Snell last year made sixteen million dollars. Mm-hmm. That's on the cheap. Yeah, Th- this guy arguably might be the Cy Young Award winning pitcher at sixteen, mm-hmm. and before that, it was twelve five. Yeah. Here's my question when it comes to the Twins, too. When they've given the qualifying offer, last time somebody accepted it was 19 with Jake Odorizzi. So, I mean, typically, I don't think guys have been accepting the Twins' qualifying offer. Or anybody's. Or anybody. Yeah. I'm dead serious. I mean, the qualifying offer is not something that – I mean, you got to have a guy really like being with that organization and with that team. There's a lot of guys that don't accept because you're taking a you're basically taking taking a hometown discount, a for, little bit for for a year. You know, it's kind of like yeah, to, to get it one year. It's the equivalent of the franchise tag. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly what it is. And I with guess compensation. I, yeah, and I guess I'm just trying to figure out if I'm the player, do I want a one year, twenty million dollar contract? Or yeah, do I try and do I try and and look at a two or three year deal? Because I mean, you're probably going to get less on the backside with a multi year deal than you would at twenty million up front for one year. So I, I guess it's just all. I mean, that's it's a good number. It's a good number. And for the Twins, I mean, I think they you know they'd want him back at they'd want him back at that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I just think this is going to be an interesting conversation that will come up, and I don't think it's a done deal that Sunday Gray is gone. Because I think that there will be an opportunity, um, essentially, for a uh, little bit of optimism. A little bit, absolutely, a little bit. All right, uh, coming up next here on the Lake Show, one of the things that has had a lot of people disappointed has been what's been going on with the regional sports networks and the coverage of teams that we love but haven't been able to see. We get to that next year on the Lake Show. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk, 830-WCCO. The, the issue right now that we have when we think about watching our favorite sports teams on television is just it being available 
And I know that we are in this world of streaming and all of that stuff. And I get it. Like, I love to stream. I got Hulu Live. I know a lot of people got YouTube TV, whatever. We have all these different, different, you know, all these uh, streaming deals. But at the end of the day, there are people out there that still have the cord. And actually, those people are positioned well, <laughs> to be honest with you, to be able to watch their favorite sports teams, to be able to watch the Wolves all the time, to be able to watch the, the, the Twins all the time. Because certain apps and certain, certain streaming uh, apps, just they don't have it available. You cannot get Bally Sports North on YouTube TV. You cannot get Bally Sports North on um, Hulu Live TV. No. They created their own app, and and this is I'm not trying to throw shade at Bally Sports North. You guys know I got friends at Bally Sports North. We have them on the show. We talk. It's not reliable. The first week of the season, we had people calling us talking about where's the game. They were asking about the game on radio. They're asking about the game on television. Yeah. There was there was problems with watching it. If you do not have a reliable um, stream, you're cooked, okay? So now Diamond Sports Group, they're in this process of trying to restructure their $8.6 billion in debt to find its way to escape this uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy. I bring this up because there are a couple of teams, Major League Baseball, that already saw their rights were dropped. The Padres, the Diamondbacks, Mm -hmm. and that happened there at the end of uh, at the end of the season. Now, what it sounds like is happening is that they might try to cut a deal with the NBA with the with regards to the annual rights fees, with the with the NBA reportedly would get the local rights back after next season. Okay? And that would kind of coincide with the whole Walt Disney World, Warner Brothers, Discovery Channel, um, expiration of all of those you know, of all of that stuff. All those deals, okay. But this is the deal. The reason why I bring this up is to make a simple point. If your app, if your stream, if anything that you're rolling out and trying to do, if isn't reliable, there's only one person that gets screwed, the consumer. Yeah. I, we are in a society now where everything is via this app or that app, and, and you know, one thing about having a product is you need to make it easily accessible for your consumers. I mean, th- that much we know. You need to put it in a, a position where consumers can rely on it. They know where it's at. They know how to access it. And when they want it, it's going to be there for them. But at the same time, if you're going to an app only or you're going to a very specific way that they can get it, you have got to make sure that this is not just being beta tested. you got to make sure that it is reliable because you only get one shot. You start losing those consumers. You're like, hey, go to our app. Well, if your app is not reliable, guess what? Those people are going to check out, and they're not going to give you another chance. Even if you're like, hey, our app, you get one chance to make a first impression. And when you're not ready – then that's a big problem. Well, I would actually like I would actually like the rights fees thing to go to the NBA because to me, if the NBA because the NBA they have NBA TV, they know how to go about putting things together. They have an app, like you can all work through that, and then just have it localized with the people that you have here. So I'm not saying that the that Jim Pete 
or Marty Gellner or whatever has to work necessarily for the NBA because yeah. Marty does like baseball stuff and all that stuff too, whatever. But it could be it could trickle down to the local like subsections of whatever the league is that they're working for. Yeah, and, and I think that's you know we see a lot of crossover with the Bally Sports individuals. I mean, we do like we see it all the time. So, I mean, that very well may be where we're going, where these leagues all except the NFL, uh, you know, these teams take back the rights to, you know, to, to you know, have the, the video broadcast of it. And then, you know, what, you know, Major League Baseball puts it on their, their team apps. Hey, if you want to access the, you know, the, the Twins video, you want to watch the game, you got to go to the Twins, you know, Major League Baseball app. And, you know, it's kind of like that's where you go for your tickets. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like Major League Baseball, because you've already got two teams that are already going that way. And, I mean, the, the NBA is I, – I feel like Adam Silver has enough of a feel for the product that he knows that it's capped where it's at with the regional sports networks. So the, the NBA, yeah, I mean – all of these leagues have their own TV anyway, you know, NBA TV, MLB TV, NFL, NHL, PGA, like everybody's got it. So if I'm the NBA, I, I definitely look at that after 24, 25, because I think, too, if you can streamline it, like people don't know where to go. If you have, you know, if you tell everybody, hey, we got one place where you can go, you don't have to go to all of these other streaming services, get the app. Go through a Roku or smart TV. You figure out how to broadcast that on your TV, and you're set instead of going like five or six different places. I don't even care if they sell it to a bunch of different – if they sell it to Hulu and YouTube and all, because then they're getting more money because they're getting those services to, to put their product out there. I have no issue with that. But though, because but not though, everybody's going to have Hulu or not everybody. But if you have Hulu or YouTube TV, it, I mean, no, not everybody has Hulu now. Yeah. That's... So, so, so it would make a difference as long as those popular streaming apps are there – we're all good. We're all good. All right, coming up next, we have both a happy and a sad ending this weekend with this year's Breeders' Cup. I get to that next year on the Lake Show. All right, final segment here of the Lake Show. This weekend, I was not lucky with my Breeders' Cup picks. Not good. But all was not lost this weekend. There were some good stories. There were some sad ones. And I actually want to get to one specifically and mention this one because it was cool to see, but then at the very end, it was ultimately a sad story. So one of the biggest stars of the weekend, of all the horses that were at the Breeders' Cup. The Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile was won by a horse called Cody's Wish. Cody's Wish. Cody's Wish was named after a young man by the name of Cody Dorman. Dorman was... Born with Wolf-Hirshhorn syndrome, a rare genetic disorder where the patients typically do not live beyond early childhood. 
Cody Dorman was at Santa Anita this weekend, was trackside in his wheelchair at the age of 17. So one of the most anticipated winners of the entire weekend was Cody's Wish. Cody's Wish record stellar, okay? Had won in the Breeders' Cup last year. One of the top horses in the world. So now, Cody's Wish is running in another Breeders' Cup to cap off its career. Now, how cool is that? Cody's Wish is running in another Breeders' Cup to win to cap off the horse's career. Last time that they were going to run the horse, that was the plan. And Cody's there. Cody's Wish got the job done. Cody's Wish got the job done. Won its second consecutive Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile. So for that, we are all happy. That's the great news. That's the great story. That's what you love. But then the sadness hits you. Because on Sunday, Cody Dorman passed away. This statement from his parents, Kelly and Leslie Dorman, which was issued by Godolphin Racing. We are heartbroken to share the news that our beloved Cody suffered a medical event on our trip home to Kentucky yesterday, and he has passed away. On Saturday, Cody watched his best friend, Cody's Wish, display his usual perseverance and toughness in winning a second Breeders' Cup. Those are the same characteristics Cody has showed time and again for the 18 years that we were blessed to have him. Cody Dorman first met Cody's Wish, the horse back in 2018, unnamed foil at that time in Keeneland. The horse approached Dorman on his own. So the so the horse approached the kid and laid his head on the boy's lap in his wheelchair. This is the type of stuff that will make you cry, dude. First off, I'm so happy that that young man was blessed to see basically 18 years of life when it was predicted because of the genetic disorder that he had that he would only live for a few years, and he lived that long. Um, Secondly, it's awesome to see that his family was blessed to be able to have a – a horse, one of the best horses in the world, winning Breeders' Cup races, named after their son? Yeah. How cool is that? And then to have the horse come over to you. and You can't tell me that animals don't have an intuition. Oh, they do. Animals absolutely have an intuition. And think about the memory like that's 
the memory that he's going to have. That's the last. I mean, it's you talking about the the horse. No, I. I that's it's the last thing that Cody got to do was to be. Oh, was to watch him was race. Was to watch him yeah, race, yeah. Win the Breeders' Cup. Win yeah. the Breeders' Cup. The whole Cup. thing with the horse laying his head on his lap, that happened in 2018. But the winning of the Breeders' winning Cup, of the Breeders Cup, he was there. Happened. He was just there this Saturday. So, and I saw the story yesterday. I was like, the kid passed away yesterday. Yeah. It, I, I mean, it's that's movie-type stuff. It it's, is movie-type stuff. It, it's, it's incredible, though. Yeah, you think about it, and yeah, I, it's like he held on long enough. I thought the same thing. I thought the same thing. I thought the, I, I said God kept Cody here long enough for him to see his yeah. horse win another Breeders' Cup, and that's where you just Ugh. feel like there's something bigger at play, right? I mean, you just. I understand that, you know, some people are skeptical of faith and, and you know, because we're going through this part with my daughter where, like, she can't see it. So it's hard for her to believe any of that. So we're kind of going through, if you can't see it, but how much of it do you just need to believe in? And you hear a story like that where you hear it all the time. There there are certain things that happen in life. People, or the animal, they hang on just long enough for that one final moment. It's like there needs to be this event that needs to happen in order to have closure. And I, I believe that's, I, I believe that's a, a real thing. I absolutely believe that that's a real thing. So, you know, in, in that respect... That's pretty that's pretty cool. But yeah, it it does it does does gut you a little bit. Yeah, I saw that story and I I just said to myself I was like, man, whew, That um that will get you every time. I mean, out of all of the races to see, out of all of the events to go to, to have it all line up like that. Mm. Man, see now you're gonna now you got now you got me thinking about it. Well, I I, I, gotta, I mean, I, and it's hard not to though, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard not to when you get to that point. I got another thing, and and I'll get to this a little bit more tomorrow. Okay, because I think we'll have a special guest on the show tomorrow night to talk about um, just a, a great guy in the community, man. That 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 passed away earlier, not not today, but um, yesterday actually. The news broke this morning, but just an unbelievable former radio guy, um, event planner, party hoster, um, ran his own nonprofit, giving back, helping kids. Um, but Andre Debonair McNeil passed away yesterday. Due to a car crash, um, I woke up this morning. I saw the story about it, and and I saw people commenting about it. And I was like, "What?" That's my first first thing I was thinking of. And then it just exploded. Everybody started talking about it on social media, and quite frankly. 
you know how like you're in that that space where you know it's real mm-hmm. because we're all talking about it, but you can't really. I still can't wrap my head around it. And I remember we were just like texting like a couple of weeks ago, and because um, he was making some plans for an event or something like that that he was going to try to put together and do something, and um, this is tough, man. This well, is tough. A community guy that everybody loved, everybody loved, and you talk about somebody that had been through it all the last four or five years. You know. Tragically, Andre passed away yesterday. That that was that was tough, but all the heartbreak that he had the last couple of years with his, mm. you know, he sent his he sent his daughter off to college, and his 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 daughter was killed. Somebody took his daughter's life. That he had to battle back from some physical stuff that he had to deal with this year. And then to lose his life yesterday, man, that's tough. So I think that we're going to talk to somebody about um, Andre tomorrow. Just a great guy here in the cities that everybody's going to miss, everybody loves. Uh, Dre, going to miss you, man. We love you. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow night on the Lake Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.